sell everything. You heard me, sell everything at the bottom of the market. There is no better thing you could do with your money right now. And I tell old people this, they're like, what's an NFT? And I tell them, you know, I'd say it's something racist and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool, I want it. And listen, this obviously probably isn't working out between us. Uh, we, we ha we're different people, you know, we, we want different things. I, I should probably go see someone else, see another therapist. And she goes, no, Ralphie, you're not seeing anyone. You're not going to kill yourself under my watch because that would make me look bad. Now get back down and start sucking. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Over these past couple of weeks, I have been an empty shell of a person, an empty void, a vessel of nothingness, of just not apathy, just complete apathy. I feel as though I have nothing to say to this world. You know, I used to be an artist. I used to be a goddamn artist. I used to have things that I wanted to express via uh, arti any artistic medium, whether that be uh, painting, drawing, singing, uh, movie making, writing, uh, dancing, anything. You know, I used to do it all. Now what do I do? I sell my hours to a disgusting corporation, a corporation who literally treats me like a fucking animal. Also that I could make a couple of bucks while I'm young and hopefully use that money to invest in real estate. Because let's be honest, if your goal is not to invest in real estate, then what the fuck are you doing? What is your goal then? You know, it, it, it always baffles me when I, I find out that so many people, they don't have any aspirations to own property, which is, is funny to me because these, the, these same people who don't have any aspirations to own property want to become rich. They want to become wealthy. They want to become millionaires. Well, buddy, bud, bud, you're not going to become a millionaire by working at your fucking your, your multinational corporation for 30 years. That's not how it works. Yeah, you're going to be able to retire and not have to rely on the government uh, uh, for, for your Social Security checks. You're going to get to retire at age 60. It's technically age 59 and a half. And, and now you can do whatever you want. Hey, there's, it's nothing like doing whatever you want when you turn 60 years old. You know, that's what I, I always thought. I thought, you know, why do the things that I want to early in life or, or, or during the good years, you could say, why not wait till till I'm old and, and sort of decrepit and so, obviously not decrepit by 60, but sort of, do you know, you missed all the fun stuff. No, I want to be like the fucking Wolf of Wall Street. I want to be like Jordan Belford. I want to be have. I'm just joking. I, I I'm obviously although that there is something it, there is something uh, drawing about that movie. I just recently watched it, which is it's obviously a satire. It's it's satirizing a rich person's life. It's the I, it's basically what a poor person thinks a rich person does. But I have to tell you, it's a hell of a lot of fun, and it looks like fun. Now, I'm not someone who has, um, you know, uh, I, I, I think I come from aristocracy. I, I think I'm uh, manner-born, well-mannered. I think I come in my bloodline, there was royalty because, or else there wouldn't be me. I believe that there was someone in my lineage, uh, one of my ancestors who who, who, who knew uh, 
how to enjoy life and was sophisticated, a sophisticado. I don't know if that's the word, but they, but they knew what they wanted, how they liked things, and very particular about everything. Uh, no, I maybe he was autistic. I don't know, but it was passed down to me, and I believe I I contain that gene where I am supposed to be rich. I do believe that I am supposed to be rich. Um, now I don't, and I believe I will be rich. I just, I don't know when or how it will happen. I have a vague idea. I have different paths that I could take to achieve becoming rich, um, or, and, or wealthy. Although rich sounds a lot more fun. It's a lot more, that's, that's when you drive the nice cars, you walk around with the trophy women, uh, uh, basically the frat boys idea of becoming, it's the wolf of wall street, right? Um, obviously I, I don't care too much to display my consumerism. I, I'm not someone who, who walks around with expensive clothes or jewelry or an, an expensive car. In fact, what I'm probably going to do, um, I, I, I own a piece of shit car right now. I, I just paid 11 grand for it. It's such a piece of shit. The, uh, the, the dealership, fuck them. Um, I can't, I, I don't want to say their name cause it would give away my location, but fuck them. Um, they sold me a lemon. The piece of shit stopped working six days after the purchase. And when I returned it to try and get my money back, they told me to go fuck myself. Basically, basically that's what happened. So they, they can go fuck themselves. I will say that. Um, but, but about the cars, the thing I'm saying about the cars is, you know, I'm not, I, I like cars. I like, you know, I like uh, Japanese and German cars. Obviously, they're the best cars. Fuck a, Mer fuck, fuck a Chrysler, fuck a Ford, fuck a Dodge. Although Jeeps, I do kind of like Jeeps. I'm not going to lie. I do kind of like Jeeps. If I were to buy an American car, it would be a Jeep, not a fucking Cadillac, a fucking uh, Ram, you know, and what else, the, the fucking G, any General Motors or GMC shit, fuck them, right? Um, I, I've been wanting a Volkswagen, so like I said, you're, anyway, I'm getting so off topic. The point is, I don't need a fancy car, okay? What I'm probably going to get when I finish college is a brand new, and you say, well, Ralphie, you're the finance guy, isn't it dumb to get a brand new car? It used to be dumb to get a brand new car but given our the current economy and situation with with cars and houses it, buying a new car now is basically a good idea it's a good idea because it's probably going to go up in value until the supply chain shortage ends which that's going to be fucking years i don't know it depends on how the market looks and how the economy looks a few years from now but i'm sick of buying used cars because uh, it, it's a gamble. It's a fucking gamble. Unless you're going to be paying top dollar for, for uh, pre-owned, certified pre-owned, which if you're doing that, you might as well just get a new fucker. You know, this isn't 2003 where you can get a good, or I'm sorry, this wasn't like 2017 where you can actually get a good deal in a car. You know, this is, this is a different time. We are fucked, okay? The consumers are fucked right now as far as car buying is concerned. So you might as well just get a new car. So, so but I want, I, I'm very, look, I have basic tastes. I like efficiency. Um, here are my options for cars that I'm probably going to get when I finish college. And that is number one, the Honda Civic. Uh, I like Honda. They're the most reliable car brand out there. Don't let anyone tell. You. Oh, Honda and Toyota both. It's kind of a uh, kind of even. But uh, Honda Civic. 
uh, or Honda Accord, a brand new model, most likely either a hybrid or an Eco, whatever they have. Um, good MPG. They're just good fucking cars, okay? Um, number two, so that's either Honda Civic, Honda Accord. Number two, Toyota Camry. I want a new Toyota Camry. I mean, they look sick. They're the they're good cars. Uh, number three, Toyota Prius. Guys, make fun of Priuses all you want. But these new fucking Toyota Priuses look sick. Actually, I urge you to look up a picture right now. Look up a, a 2022 Toyota Prius. They look fucking fantastic. They look like futuristic. All the new guys. That's what I, I'm so excited about the new cars because they're actually starting to look futuristic, like like what we would think they'd look like in the future. You know what what our ancestors, our our recent ancestors, fantasized the future looking. Well, now we're getting to that place, that that dystopia where where we're actually seeing these cars look like this. But I'm very excited, very excited uh, to see what happens with cars in the future. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm 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 done buying used pieces of shit. And you should be as well, to be quite frank, uh, given our current situation with the markets, which, you know, you can only blame so much of this on Joe Biden, although he is doing a horrific job handling everything and, and downplaying how bad inflation is and, and uh, how bad everything is in the economy. The thing is, if you ever took a, an econ class, just your basic econ courses, you would know that it's actually normal for economies to sometimes go through recessions. It's not just a boom all the way through. You're going to have little periods of, of, um, of non-growth and even uh, regression. That's normal. Um, now, to this extent, that's where you can argue and say, yeah, maybe not this much, but you know, we've seen worse. We have seen worse, although it is it is pretty bad right now. And what I and what what I'm planning on doing, and I urge all of you to do this, sell everything. You heard me, sell everything at the bottom of the market. There is no better thing you could do with your money right now than to uh, uh, sell, 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 sell. In fact, I would wait till you wait even further till we get even further down into the market and sell immediately. You want to lose as much money as you can. And the reason you want to do this is because, you know, I think too many people don't appreciate masochism and inflicting pain on themselves. I think there are too many people out there who enjoy sadism, being a sadistic to other people. I think people need to start inflicting pain on themselves and they should start financially. What better place to start than uh, with the one thing keeping you alive and not in the streets. So what I urge people, especially older people, um, I, I tell them, I say, hey, guys, listen, you, I know you're freaking out about the markets as you should be. Everyone should be enraged and, and scared and frightened. So, so the best thing for you to do is not to hold and, or, or even buy more. Uh, which some would say is a smart thing to do. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think the, the, the actually smart thing to do is to sell while you're down. Sell at your 30% down? Fuck it. What's worse? Would you rather be 100% down and lose everything? I didn't think so. You're 40% down? Fuck it. Sell it all. Take the loss and invest in uh, NFTs. That's exactly what I've been telling everyone. Take your money. Take your losses. Cut your losses before they get worse and invest in NFTs and virtual real estate because that is the way to go. It's the future. It is the future. And I tell old people this. They're like, what's an NFT? And I tell them, you know, I'd say it's something racist. And they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I want it. And I, I, I tell them it's um, the N stands for the N word. 
F stands for um, f- uh, whatever. And then, you know, I tell them it's like this cool digital Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Jeff Bezos thing. And they go, oh, those guys are smart guys. They're smart guys. And I go, yes, they are. Would you like to sell all of your index funds and mutual funds, liquidate your entire portfolio and invest it into NFTs? And they go, sign me up. Of course, I take around 20% right off the top. I scoop that up, you know, management fee and what have you, AUM. Um, and, and I, I, man, I'm just joking about the 20%. It's, it's much lower than that. Um, but, but that look, here's my advice coming from someone who, who is not in the financial industry. Um, sell everything, be fearful, be fright, frightened, be scared and sell everything immediately. That is what I think you, uh, that that you should do if you're holding. You know, me personally, I have a few. Uh, you know, uh, I have money in Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Cardano. I haven't sold, and I'm not going to sell because that would be stupid. That would be fucking dumb if I sold all of my holdings. Am I down a lot? Would you call being down eighty percent a lot? Uh, yeah, I would. That's what you call an aggressive portfolio or a, no, I'm sorry. That's what you would call a retarded portfolio. So you have like aggressive, which is like, you know, you can accept a standard deviation of uh, 30%, which is very high. That means the volatility, uh, it, it, it will most likely deviate from the expected rate of return, um, for all of you finance people out there. Uh, so, so 30%, that's a lot already. What I did, I, I, I think my standard deviation, my volatility was like upwards of 60%. And I said, fuck it, YOLO, you only live once. I'm going all in, baby, all in on the Bitcoin, all in on the Cardano, all in on the fucking Dogecoin, all in on that piece of shit Chinese technology company that literally, I don't even know why I got into it. There was no reason for me to do it. I did it for literally no fucking reason. And it was a decent chunk of money as well. Uh, go in hard, go in full, and become rich. Now, of course, I lost a shit ton of money. In fact, I don't want to give the exact number, but it was a a significant sum of money, more money than a lot of Americans uh, have ever had, which is amazing because I earned it all. I, I accumulated all of that money. Uh, and I'm 19 years old. So just imagine what I can do when I'm 30 fucking years old. Uh, so yeah, I had a big chunk of change. I lost it all. But again, I didn't lose it because I never sold, which is what the which is the point I'm trying to get across to you. I never sold because that would be dumb. I'm just going to wait it out. I don't need the money for anything. This is what I tell people. If you're going to, 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 to go into the stock market or crypto markets with an aggressive mindset, like you want to take on as much risk as possible to get as much reward as possible, use money that you don't fucking need. All of the money I use it now, granted, I, if I could go back in time, I would not have done any of this, if I'm being honest. If I could go back in time and get all of my money back by just not investing and putting it into a checking account or actually doing the smart thing and putting it just into index funds and, and you know, uh, uh, very low risk uh, equity investments, I would have done that. But no, I was 18, 17, 18, 18, my bad, 18 when I made all of these grown up decisions. So I lost a lot of money, but I didn't actually lose it. There are unrealized losses. 
until I actually sell the securities, I haven't lost. So theoretically, I could wait for however long it takes, whether it's one year, two years, five years, 10 years, God forbid, 20 years, right? I'm, I'm really hoping, <laughs> I'm really hoping it's like within five years that I can get my money back because it was a significant chunk of, chunk of change, at least for me right now. Um, I'm willing to wait because I don't need the money. There are some people who are stupid enough to use money that they need to make payments on things like whether they're trying to pay their rent or their mortgage, their uh, insurance, any of their bills, you know, they'll use that money and, and basically gamble, speculate, because what I was doing was not investing. It was speculating. I was speculating. Um, and it wasn't smart speculation either. In fact, it's more, it was more gambling. If I'm being honest, it was more gambling. It wasn't based on any technical or fundamental analysis or analyses. Uh, I didn't perform any in-depth analyses, didn't use any indicators, um, didn't study any movements, really dumb shit, really dumb shit. Um, and I'm paying the price. I could have used that money to actually buy a property. I could have put 5% down on a, on a property easily, but I didn't, I fucked up and, but that's okay. Guys, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. It's just, don't be a fucking idiot when it comes to, um, uh, the markets, when it comes to using your money for the markets, do not be a fucking idiot. Um, uh, but but my message to everyone again is to sell, sell, sell. You're you're ten percent down, sell. You're twenty percent down, sell. Thirty percent down, sell. Sell. Take your earnings, invest in NFTs, and throw um, parties. There are lots of expensive parties with lots of alcohol and 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 strippers. And invite all of your friends. Get into fights with people over the alcohol that you know, you thought you had left over, but you didn't because everyone drank it because they're all alcoholics and, and, and celebrate the fact that you're all 30, you worked 40 years, 30 years building up your nest egg and it, it's gone overnight. Half of it's gone overnight. Celebrate that. That's a beautiful thing because it shows you how fragile existence is. It shows you how fragile your, your, your view of your life is you know, um, so sell it all, get rid of it. But that's what I have to say on the matter. Um, one thing I do also, I, I want to bring up that's, it's sort of a non sequitur as many of these subjects are on the show. I want to talk about me really quickly as you know, I don't do that enough. I don't think I do that enough on this show. I'm always looking out for other people, always trying to inform you on world events, on things that are important. Uh, but I never, I never really focus on me and my life, which is this is what the podcast was about. If you don't like it, call me, text me. We can work it out. We can work things out if you don't like it. But that's what the show is. It's my journey. It's my personal journey. If, if no one's watching it, that's fine. But I just want to say this, you know, I have been seeing my therapist for um, a few months now, ever since I started the podcast, because this was part of, remember what, if you haven't seen the first episode, I highly recommend it because it sort of gives you an, um, 
uh, an exclusive view into sort of the back workings of the podcast and why it was created. I want to remind everyone that this podcast was created um, because of a suggestion, or it really wasn't a suggestion. It was either I start the podcast or I get locked up into a mental institution. Those were my only options. And of course, you know, I hate people telling me what to do. I fucking, every company I've worked for, I want, I literally want to uh, torture and kill uh, my superiors. I want to brutalize them in public fucking, I want to hurt them. Um, I already really can't accept people telling me what to do. So to put me into an institution like that, where, you know, they force feed me meds up my asshole and, and shoot IVs of God knows what experimental CIA shit into my veins. Um, you know, I, I couldn't take it. So I did the podcast and it was an ultimatum. She had me like this. I had told her some things and she said she could have me thrown in that uh, fucking place. So I, she said to do the podcast, but I've still been going to therapy. I've still been trying to get help for myself. And here's what I can take away so far. My, th- my therapist is um, hot. She's so hot. Here's the issue. I shouldn't have gotten a a a hot woman therapist. You know, it she, it's so distracting. I go in there every time and my main thing is I'm just trying not to get a boner. I'm just trying not to get hard. I go in I say, "All right, this is to work out your problems." And then I I I have to like sort of tuck my cock in between my waistband because I go, you know, I, if I keep looking at her, things are not going to, I'm going to get reported again. She has reported me multiple times. I tell her I can't help it. I say, you're so hot. I can't help it. And she's got me trapped too. I told her, look, listen, this obviously probably isn't working out between us. Uh, we, we, we're different people, you know, we, we want different things. I, I should probably go see someone else, see another therapist. And she goes, no, Ralphie, you're not seeing anyone. You're not going anywhere. You're you're staying here or else I'm fucking getting you put into the psychiatric ward. And that's it. I will one fo- I'm one phone call away from literally having you locked up for the rest of your fucking life if you try to go see someone else. So I go, OK, um, so so I'm stuck here. You can't get mad at me then if I look at your tits and I get hard. That's not my fucking problem. Don't, don't, you know, it's my biology, dude. You can't fucking do that to me. Um, but so, so now what we did was she gives me this little, um, cause the waistband, the thing about the waistband is it sort of pokes out sometimes. And because this is cause I wear really short, short, uh, shirts and you know, my, I like to expose my belly button sometimes. I don't know why it's so weird. It's so quirky, but you know, I like to expose my belly button. So when I try and tuck the cock inside of the waistband, sometimes it gets exposed and she sees it and she freaks out, but it's weird because then other times she tells me if I don't, um, show her my cock, then she'll get me locked up again. It's, it's not the best situation. I've thought about, you know, contacting someone else to, to let them know what's going on. Cause like it might be considered sexual assault or coercion some of the things but again i'm cool with it so maybe not you know it's not like i'm not cool with it but she tells me she's like sometimes like we're just doing our shit like i'm telling her oh yeah i fucking i hate my brother i hate my dad she goes why do you hate them well they're fucking pathetic lazy pieces of shit i have no respect for them she goes stop 
pull down your pants and take out your cock. I go, what are you talking about? I'm talking about my brother and my dad. Or I'm, this is like the one time I'm not hard. Are you serious? She's like, you better be hard in the next 30 seconds or you're fu- You're going to the loony bin. Mr. Mister Loons, you're going to the fucking loony bin, Ralphie. Just like your fucking grandfather, you piece of shit. And uh, she's a sadist for sure. Um, which... You know, I, I'm not necessarily a sadist. I can be. Um, I, 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 I meant masochist. I apologize. Let's switch it around. I'm not really a masochist, although I can be sometimes. But but she is a fucking dominator, um, which, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun. But sometimes, you know, I'm honestly just trying to work out my problems up here. And she's got her, her, her hands down my pants. And I'm confused. I'm like... Listen, why can't I touch you? Not that I'd want to, but I just say this in passing. Just, you know, I, I want to hear what she says. She goes, I don't like to be touched by men. I was like, that's weird. But you like touching men? She's like, I love touching men. I love abusing men. And I go, um, should, should I kill myself? And she goes, you're not going to kill yourself under my watch because that would make me look bad. Now get back down and start sucking. Of course, she was making me suck a dildo. She's so weird. That's my therapist, though, in a nutshell. She is a fucking weirdo, dominatrix, libtard, libcuck piece of shit. Every time I get into political discussions with her, she tells she calls me a fucking fascist bigot. And I'm like, dude, I said that we should allow Roe v. Wade. And she's like, no, 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 no. You, you are a f- come here. And then, you know, whatever. But this is probably going to be the shortest episode in history. In history. And the reason it's going to be the shortest episode is because I'm hungry as fuck. I'm going to go cook some spaghetti and try to watch some TV. I can't even watch TV now because I, I, I don't have time anymore. I have a full-time job and a part-time job, and I'm doing the podcast, which, I mean, the podcast doesn't take too long, but it's a lot of shit to do, um, a lot of shit to handle. So, you know, it I don't have any fucking free time anymore, and every time I try to sit down, I'm like, okay, I've got... I time shit. I'm at the point now, I set timers for myself for regular shit. Like, morning is a very strict timer. It's 15 minutes for this, 15 minutes for that, 20 minutes for this, 10 minutes for that. And if I don't follow the timer, then I don't make it to work on time. And if I don't make it to work on time, I get mad. And if I get mad, I go to therapy mad and I have to unload to my therapist. And if I do that, then I get spanked, which depending on the day and my mood, I'm not into Um, or I could be into. It really all depends. I highly recommend everyone see a therapist, by the way. Everyone, everywhere. At every socioeconomic position in this country, in the United States, if you live in the United States and you don't have a therapist, what the fuck, dude? If you don't have a shrink and you live in the United States of America in 2022, you are you are going to go fucking mad. Let me tell you, you are going to go fucking mad. And I'm not even saying this therapist has to be a real person. It can be a made up therapist. Talk to yourself. A lot of what I did before I started seeing my therapist a couple of months ago and starting this podcast, I would do therapy sessions with myself. 
You might think that that sounds weird, but it's not because what I found is that you know yourself the best, or at least you should, unless you you disassociate and you have some fucking personality, dis whatever, right? You have some issues, some disorders. Um, you know yourself the best, I would hope. So you, you know, by letting out your emotions, letting out your feelings, and you verbalize it, you want to do it out loud. You can then see, you know, oh, this is bugging me. This is, get, you know, this is grinding my fucking gears. Um, and, and you sort of just let it all out. And you talk, you give yourself, you know, you pet yourself a little, you know, oh, it's going to be okay. Even though therapists aren't supposed to do this, that's a great thing. Unless my therapist does. We do cuddling sessions. I love my therapist. But, you know, you pet yourself. You say, oh, look, it's going to be okay. What are you worried about? Don't worry about it. Mommy's going to make you feel better. Change it up, you know. Dad, dad Father's going to make you feel better, right? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Um, sister's going to make you feel better. <laughs> Whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better. But jokes aside... At the end of the day, I do, I would like to get back to actually having a structured show and not just talking out of my asshole, which is what I've been doing for the past several episodes. I literally, here's what I do. I'm, it, it's kind of funny and cool because beforehand I go, okay, what am I going to talk about? I go, fuck it. We'll just, I'll turn on the camera, turn on the mic and we'll see what fucking happens. And every time, you know, it's never good. It's never fucking good. I come on and I just spew. I just improv with nothing. I don't even have a fucking subject, which I don't like. I'll be honest with you. It's starting to get annoying because it's like, where am I fucking going with the show? This is why people aren't watching it because I'm literally just, what the fuck am I talking about? Nothing of relevancy. Nothing of like actual, I was supposed to be covering like news and shit, which I don't have fucking, I don't care enough to cover. I tr I don't give a fuck enough to cover the news or anything. Uh, but I, I probably should because you know it gets more viewers and what have you but i'm just talking about like random shit and wondering why no one's watching i'm once i get to 20 episodes uh that is when i will start releasing shorts and and shorter content on uh tiktok instagram and youtube and maybe even i don't even want to fuck with facebook but probably facebook too just to hopefully get gain, gain some awareness of the podcast and and get more listeners on board because we have zero i'm at zero listeners right now which is cool i'm still at the stages where i can say and do whatever i want which isn't working in my favor because i'm just i'm not doing anything entertaining whatsoever but but enough a self-awareness for one episode that's all this all the show has come to it's just me being self-aware about the show every now and then sprinkled in with some bullshit fucking na na fucking caca poo da but yeah i, I i'm going to go eat and listen maybe listen to 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 an actually good podcast or something uh or you know fucking some music i don't give a fuck but but Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you've made it this far, you are actually a meant you're mental. If you've made it to the end here, you are a fucking lunatic and you should probably get a life, honestly. Uh, but yeah, we hope to have some guests upcoming in the future, some more people to talk to. And uh, as Mr. Truman says from The Truman Show, Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.